What's up, everybody? Are you tuning in to the Challenge USA on CBS? Well, tune in to me, Tyson Apostle, as I break down each and every episode with my co-host, Amelia Wedemeyer. I'm also a contestant on the show, which gives you all the insider scoop. Amelia, how stoked are you to do this? Tyson, I'm freaking excited. I cannot wait to sit my butt down every single week to watch the show, then come here and recap it with you on the Ringer Reality TV podcast. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by Priceline. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place, whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. For me, my happy place is in the Mediterranean. I think I've mentioned that. Maybe it's why I like Love Island so much because they're right by the Mediterranean. But I just love the feeling of being in the sea and it's just a great sea. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals. And you even get to choose your crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. And for me, I'd love to go on a trip to the Mediterranean with friends. In fact, I might be doing that in the near future. I have done it before, And it was really some of the most fun I've ever had. I went to Sicily. We had some great swimming there, me and my friends. Anyway, if you want to have a similar experience, download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy price with Priceline. Fantasy Suite Night with Rachel was not the night I expected. Initially in the Fantasy Suite, you know, I was feeling so sure. We're having this amazing time, and we're one step closer to engagement, and we're having that important conversation about religion, politics, all of that stuff. And Rachel brought up her fear that maybe I'm not ready for a commitment like marriage at this early of an age. Well, I'll see you soon. Bye, beautiful. Bye. See you later. I'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. And I was like, don't worry about that. I'm here for you. But then she got really adamant like are you ready like are you sure are you sure and I was like are you making me like second guess that that was a surprise it's like we were two strangers welcome to bachelor party Fantasy suites, kind of, more or less. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm here with Callie Curry. Callie, hello. Hello, hello, Juliette. You know, before we even saw the episodes, we decided to just cover both of them in one episode. So it's going to be jam-packed. And when I was watching, I was really happy with our decision. I think we made the right call. Um, 
It would have been weird. But moreover, the theme of today's podcast is what the fuck happened? And as a result, we are going to go from most baffling to most straightforward to talk about all of these guys and what the F happened with Gabby and Rachel and their men. Um, let's just get right into it. We're starting with Jason. Jason, what the fuck? Callie, my first question for you on the topic of Jason. Did he lead Gabby on? She says, I've been led on. And he just like consents, clearly trying to end the conversation. What do you think? Uh, Yeah, I think he led her. I mean, listen, I don't think he ever said, I want to get engaged to you. But by the end of the episode, we kind of learned that he just didn't even want to date her. So yeah, he did lead her on because I don't know what day we're on, but I'm throwing out day 54. And how did you wait this long to be like, you know, I don't, I don't see this working. I don't understand. He was in his interviews like a a day ago was like, I can't wait to spend this time with her. I care so much about her. Like, no, you don't. It's, it was so weird. I think Jason doesn't understand this show. Like I understand a lot, a lot of guys and women go on the show like, oh yeah, I haven't really watched. I think it's more true with the guys. But I think he genuinely like did not get it because he just seems like, of course we're not getting engaged. And he's like, of course we need the cameras and the microphones to go away. A lot of people say when you're on reality TV that you do eventually forget about the cameras. And I just feel like Jason never did. Never did. Um, I We were texting while we were watching, or I think while I was watching, maybe you had already watched, but in the very beginning, I think we both were like, this doesn't not make sense. Like, I get it. It. I would want to have some time without cameras. I would want to get to know someone better. I don't know if I feel comfortable getting um, engaged. Like, that all made sense to me. The part where he was just like, yeah, I got to decide if I want to even like be with you. And then was like, yeah, this isn't going to work. That part, I'm like, wait. What? I like, know. Didn't you decide a long time ago that you at least wanted to be with her? So I, I have a few things. First of all, I think that Gabby like gets him to agree to like you led me on because he agreed to stay on the show. But he has been open the whole time about how like he's been really uncomfortable and like it wasn't working for him. So I guess he led her on, but I don't I don't know. I'm 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 definitely too soft on all these guys. So maybe I should just be like, fuck you, Jason. But I don't feel that way. I think that he clearly He fully let her on. He fully let her Did on. He? You can't you can't He said he was he really into brought, her. I mean he that's brought true. her to meet his parents. He says I'm into you. He says he cares about her. He says I'm uncomfortable with the show. That he was up front with. And I think clearly by watching it, he does not He's not 100% himself in front of the cameras. So that's why I'm saying I can understand him being like, I'm not myself. You're not my, you're not yourself fully. Like, don't we want to be ourselves with each other before we get engaged? Totally understandable. I think that him being interested in her and making it seem like he wanted to be at the very least boyfriend and girlfriend with her. And then to just be like, yeah, no, I, I don't. That is crazy. I feel like he said he wasn't willing to move or something like that. I don't know. Because they. she was saying like they just couldn't agree on anything on like what was going to happen next. And I feel like his position was like, this is like, this is kind of a joke and like, cool, we met and we have something deep, but like, let's explore it really slowly. 
Whereas she was like, okay, we have something deep. You, do you want to move to Colorado or should I move to California? Like, I feel like that is kind of the disconnect. I mean, I'm basing this almost on nothing. Just the very few clues that we got where she was like... I don't know. I mean, he seemed, <laughs> that's my best The next guess. day... He did not seem upset. The next day, he was kind of like, yeah. Well, so, apparently... Uh, great he... talk last night. <laughs> um, good luck. Like, it seemed like this was day one of meeting her and he was just like... It was nice meeting you out of the limo and I hope you find the person you're looking for on this journey. Like, we are at the end of the journey, Jason. The journey is over. (laughs) This is the final stop. Um, A few things on that. First of all, it seemed like he broke out into acne overnight, although perhaps we just had never seen that angle of his face before. But I was like, wow, he looks like really rough this morning and I do not suffer from stress acne, but it seems like perhaps he does. And I I felt like they really captured that on purpose on camera. Yeah, I was going to say, or they purposely shot him from that angle because they wanted him to look as bad as possible. Definitely. Also, I've never never related to Gabby more than when she was like, you don't need to keep telling me I'm a great person and you you think really highly of me. There's truly nothing worse than getting compliments during a breakup. Like, just be yeah. a dick. Just pull that Band-Aid off. I loved that. <laughs> I 100% agree with that as well because that does absolutely nothing for me at this point. Same. I don't want to hear it. I just... I do not. <laughs> um, I feel like they must have forced them both to have that conversation because... It didn't seem like he wanted to be there. And then he was just like, all right, I guess I'll say what I'm supposed to say. And Gabby was like, please shut the fuck up. I don't want to talk to you. (laughs) And I was like, why are we watching this? Why are they speaking? They finished, they they completely wiped their hands of each other last night. Like it was just, let's go over the logistics of this one more time. We're done. Also, apparently he gave her an ultimatum in the night portion that we didn't see. She says, she tells the camera, he said, this is it. Like when she left, that that's like kind of like how he bid her farewell. If I'm Gabby, I'm like, fuck no, I'm not going to talk to him again. He was like, I'm over yeah. it. He was a child. I, I feel like she did it just to like tie it up for the storyline. But that was like totally insane. That's what I'm saying. I feel like they were forced to do it. I also just... It's so shocking because I'm like, Jason, this whole time we've been saying you are easily the most emotionally intelligent, mature guy... And that this didn't match with that. Right. There was there's some sort of disconnect happening. And the only thing I'll get give him because I'm all I you know, I think I do this in general. I try to find like what a good excuse would be. And for Jason, since I know him so well, I think <laughs> that maybe I'm like he might have just freaked out. Like this is a lot. I'm supposed to be engaged to her tomorrow. There's cameras everywhere. Like, what the fuck? This is nuts. The fact that she'd even do this is like a, probably a no for me. And then just back. I think he like really thought about it because he had gotten so far and was just like, uh, no. Yeah, I think he just was like, this is fun, but there's no future here. Like, I think that, I think also... <laughs> he said okay. the line that Tino's parents said. He's like, I mean, this isn't real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Gabby's like, it's what? <laughs> also, Callie, as an athlete... And surrounded by athletes. If you are a collegiate oh athlete, mm-hmm. do you want your one-on-one time t- together to be playing your sport? That also Jason says he has like a somewhat really complicated relationship too. Like, is that a fun date? Probably not. Also, definitely less fun when you see how horrific 
<laughs> so she uncoordinated. <laughs> and honestly, that might have played a factor into Jason because I could easily get the ick off of that. Um, I did it. I love Gabby. But if I were like, yeah, I played, I don't know, volleyball in college. And a guy was like, oh yeah, let's go play. And he was like, couldn't even do the simplest things that just takes like an ounce. Like, don't be good at volleyball. I get it. It's like a skilled thing. But like, if you don't have an ounce of athleticism in trying to do it, I'd be like, ugh. Yeah. I don't know if this is going to work. Also, tennis is a sport that if you are not playing at someone on like your equal level... It's not it's fun. Real, it's really unfun. Like, you, it's really yeah. sucks. So... Yeah. It's I not also fun. Just, I also didn't love that date for a couple of reasons. First of all, I felt like it put him in the power position and like... Maybe she wanted that, but I feel like it should have been an equal playing field instead of like, oh, he has all the power here and like putting her in a position to like be like wacky and fun. And like maybe she likes playing that role, but I just thought that like the power dynamics were off. Second of all, I just feel like Gabby doesn't understand completely what it means to be in a a relationship because she was like, I want to share all of my partner's passions. (laughs) And it's like, that's her, that's an unreasonable expectation. And she had such an emphasis on, on all. And I was just like, you could, you're still going to be you, Gabby. You don't need to become like a like a, a tennis gal or whatever. Yeah, also like there's that's just not possible. Like Seth loves poker. Just never I'm never going to play poker. Like he also loves golf and I want to learn golf cuz I think it'd be fun for us to do together. I have no interest in trying to do that with poker. You know what I mean? Like there's certain there are interests where I'm like, "Okay, that'd be kind of cool if I learned how to do it so that we could do it together." By the way, Seth is like, please don't because you're never going to be good enough to play with me. And then I'm going to be forced (laughs) to go play around with you and it's not going to be fun. So like there are just things where it just doesn't work and that's fine. I get you wanting to be at least interested. Like you can ask him when he gets home, how was your tennis match? That's taking an interest. That doesn't mean that you have to go and play tennis because you clearly cannot. No. And also like when he was talking to the camera and he's like, she's a natural. He was just like trying to think of anything to say. Um, The other thing that she kept saying over and over and over, and I think this is like one of the reasons she was so upset about Jason because it essentially seems like he kind of like hit the eject button on this, was she kept saying like, it's my decision. And that was her frustration with Eric as well, which we'll get to later. But that's another thing about this that I feel like Gabby is like kind of fundamentally missing, which is like, it's not just your decision. If that were the case... There are many, many men in my past who I would still be dating, probably. (laughs) So it is not just your decision, unfortunately. And I feel like she and Rachel are like two... They're both really traumatized by what happened with Clayton and and too focused on like having control only in the ways they want it. I think that uh, we were talking about this a little bit before we started recording, but like I feel like because they are now the Bachelorettes, and because of what happened when they were contestants, they think my show, I make the rules, I make all decisions. No one else is allowed to question anything I do because I am the boss. And this is just how it goes. It goes my way or the highway. And I'm like, that is not a real relationship. Yeah, like, of course not. Of course not. And also like, we'll come back to Eric in a second, but I also just feel like he actually... Though, you know, it was kind of like not what she wanted to hear and not constructive for her in the moment. I actually think that like him being so upfront about how he was struggling and like saying how he was feeling is like completely acceptable and like better to know than not know. Like you will have to deal with your partner's emotions. Also, 
He wasn't saying, if you do this, you're a hoe. He's yeah. saying, I'm struggling with this thinking is hard about this. Yeah. That is totally fine. Yes. And the, the criticism of Susie was that she didn't tell Clayton that until after he Before. had all his dates. Yeah. Yeah. So let's, Which let's also, even, even with the Susie thing, I don't remember where I landed. So this might be completely opposite of what I was saying at the time. But like, she's still allowed to have her feelings. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you you can't control your feelings, you know? So no, also, I don't know any man or woman for that matter who's just like, yeah, so hyped for my guy or girl or woman, sorry, to go on an overnight date with another person. Like, yeah, it's not of course fun. not. Yeah, of so course. So the fact that she's like, you're manipulating me, I'm like, he's literally telling you how he feels about something that is a very normal, normal reaction. He's not yeah. telling you what to do. He's saying, I'm having a hard time with this. I know. kind of made me like him. We'll come back to him. Let's move on to the number two. What the fuck? For me, and I actually think arguably number one, it's w- what the fuck happened between Zach and Rachel and their overnight. I well, we cannot, don't know. I cannot right? accept. No, we don't know. But he said when he's talking to Jesse, who's shining as per usual, <laughs> that Rachel was like asking him over and over, like, are you sure you want this? Like, are you're only 25? Like, are you sure you want this? And he w- called her unauthentic, and which I think is like really harsh criticism of Rachel in particular. And just said that like he could, like he was just like, gut-wrenched over whatever happened or gutted. I I don't even know. I'm like really confused. What's your theory on what went down? Yeah, I'm not confused at all. I don't even think this is like a (laughs) what-the-fuck situation. Obviously, (laughs) we will find out more. But I think that she had her dates with Avon and Tino. Unfortunately, I'm leaning more towards just Tino. But I think she had her overnights with both of them and was like, I am nowhere near that with Zach. But she's also probably like, on paper, he's the best match for me. So what's wrong with me? And then by the time they got to the overnight, she was probably like, okay, how do I make this so that it's one, we don't hook up. They clearly didn't. <laughs> and <laughs> and two, like at least I'm kind of letting him know where I'm at. So instead of taking like full ownership of it, she's like, you're not ready. You can't do this. Are you sure? I don't know. I'm not sure if I think that you're ready. And that was yes. the route that she went. She and was looking for an out. She was trying to talk him out of it without saying, I'm not into you. Yes. And then also like him, him, he even said like, we did not have one normal conversation. She was probably in there fucking like spinning around in circles to try to get out from underneath him and trying to, I think like, even in there, like they're making out they're you know, that's just like what happens in overnights. Sure. And I'm sure she's just like, oh, uh, what's your favorite fast food restaurant? Like, I'm sure she was just trying to keep him like arm's length away without actually making him feel that way. But she actually did make him feel that way, but wanted him to convince himself of feeling that way instead of her having yeah. to tell him. Yeah. Um, I think, so their date was was a tequila taste thing, which fun. Yeah. I think, Seems fun. I also wonder, like, if there was a lot of drunkenness going on that maybe got in the way. Um, oh, maybe. I, I I wonder about that. I think their morning after was the most awkward thing that has happened across these two nights, these two episodes of Hometowns. When they're talking about the coffee, and he's like, <sighs> it's delicious. And she was like, really? It's kind of bitter. And he's like, I love when you can just, like, taste the beans and the grind. And she was like, yeah, like, you've just, like, chewed 
beans. <laughs> and he then looks at her like she's deranged. Oh my God. So but I awkward. feel like that's probably what all their conversations was. I feel like he looked at her like, what the fuck are you talking about right now? Also, we could have like wrapped this this whole combo up. It could have just been like, I like the coffee, I don't. <laughs> also, also, she... um. She was like, we had some really hard conversations, but I'm glad that we did. I don't know. I I have to be honest, Callie. I cannot stand another few weeks of Rachel. I mean, obviously we're going to. And it's not that I just like her. I actually <laughs> wait, is it a like, few more weeks? Is it not just one? Two more weeks. Oh, uh, two. Okay. I think she seems like a like a sweet person. I think she seems like a really good friend to Gabby. I just am so sick of her for some reason. I also like, I'm sick of how they've styled her. I'm like sick of being annoyed by her clothes. Every single outfit was bad. Every single one. And I'm just so, so sick of them. But another thing that Zach said, he said that no one in his family yells and like no one fights. That's a huge red flag to me. Huge. And then he tried to like, yell and he couldn't do it, which was hilarious. <laughs> but that wasn't even what he meant. He meant like, that's not how people fight. But like, in his family. But then he also was like, literally, I can't yell. So, it was just It happened. Some people, some people can't yell. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I feel like he was just saying like, we don't yell at each other. That's not how we argue. Which is fair. My family are for sure yellers. Me we too. Scream at each, we scream at each other. And it could be our like, not even a big deal. And someone who's not in our family will be there and be like, whoa, calm down. But I'm like, this is just kind of how we talk to each other sometimes. Like, Yeah. I actually think not yelling is is a red flag. I really do. I think it's like <laughs> a sign of repression or like an inability to face conflict. And like, conflict is part of life. Just got to embrace it and get through it. And I, I don't think that these two can do that together. But I... She I seemed mean, really into him. And then just like all of a sudden, I guess like she's just like not attracted to him. She probably is just like, I don't, I think you're right. She's probably like, I really don't want to have sex with you. And the only explanation is that I don't want this, but didn't want to end it on the spot. Yeah. Um, and I still, I think that she, cause I've never seen like chemistry between them. I've seen, like, I feel like she's very much like, this makes so much sense. I know he'd be a great husband. I know he would treat me correct. Like, yeah, she said polite, it was the best, the best those- hometown. Yeah, all those things to her, I feel like, mean so much. Well, I mean, you know, I guess they should mean a lot to everyone. But, you know, I'll give here and there for someone who can make me laugh. Some people would rather have, like, everything, you know... Check the boxes instead of the passion. Yes. I think that he checks all of the boxes for her, except for that part of it. Um, And I thought it was... I think it was hard for her to just be like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. And I, then when it got down to it after Avon and Tino, she was really like, yeah, no, we're not. I'm not there. I also think that based on the Clayton experience, she was really worried about doing anything in the fantasy suite that she would regret. But she should have just ended it. If she wasn't feeling it with Zach, she should have just ended it instead of him just being like destroyed and confused. Yeah. I think she like took it to the point where she was like, let's see how this goes. And then walked into the room and was like, no. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm curious to see how she takes him confronting her. I also wonder, obviously I've never been in this position, so I could be completely wrong, but I also wonder if like, it's really easy to be around people when there's 10 other people in the room. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 
And then as soon as they were by her by themselves, it was very much like, oh yeah, no, I can totally feel that this is not it. Yeah, it's like when you meet like in at work or like you meet on like a vacation, like which is basically what happens. And then you remove all like the excess like fun around you and it's just on the two of you to to make it good. And also notably, I think their dates have like pretty much always had like a third party present. Even like the tequila tasting, there was another woman there. Like the woman speaking to them in Spanish, they didn't understand what she was saying. Or it's been like, you don't have to really talk. Yeah. They've done an enormous amount of movies. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So like, I feel like a lot of people can go to the movies and have a great date. Yeah. You spoke maybe 10 words. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Not good. I bet we will never see Zach again. Like he doesn't seem like paradise material to me. And I don't know, maybe in a couple years. The only reason why he doesn't seem like paradise material, like I feel like he would say no to paradise. Yeah. But then I'm like, he said yes to this. So maybe. (laughs) I have have one defense of of Rachel that I want to share, which is Jesse and Zach were like, you know, dismissive of the age thing where he was like, you know, Zach's 25 and Jesse's like, well, she's 26. I just want to say, Jesse was just honestly was so great this week. Just pitch perfect. Like both like acting serious, but clearly knew this is all so ridiculous. I absolutely loved it. But a 25-year-old male, in most cases, I don't know Zach personally, so I can't say, but in most cases, there's a severe maturity gap between a 25-year-old male and a 26-year-old, or 25-year-old man and a 26-year-old woman. And so I think that's fair of Rachel to bring up. Uh, I don't disagree with you. Mm-hmm. as a generalization. Yes. I right? don't know Zach. Yes. In this situation, I'd be like, what? I know. If I'm Zach, I'd be like, I know that I'm at the same maturity level as you, if not more mature. So yeah. please shut shut the fuck up. Like, he does, I would, that he would, does seem mature. That would really piss me off if I'm Zach. Like, you're a few months older than me. Mm-hmm. And... Based on what I've seen thus far, we're on the same playing field, babe. Zach needs to listen to a lot of Taylor Swift from uh, the uh, the Red album when she was mad at Jake Gyllenhaal, who dumped her allegedly for being too young or whatever. He he should be like, "Fuck you, I'm more mature." Um, yeah, I just and and by the way, I'm not calling Rachel immature. I'm saying Zach seems just as mature. Like he doesn't seem like a typical 25 year old guy. One other question I have about him that plays into this as well is we don't know a lot about his dating history. Like, we just actually don't know a lot about what his relationships have been like. So I also wonder if she's responding to like, maybe he doesn't have a lot of other serious relationships or something like that. Yeah, I would say that in general, we don't know a lot about these guys. (laughs) Period. Which brings us to Eric. (laughs) What the fuck? The what the fuck about Eric is like, who is this guy? What do we know about him? (laughs) Oh my gosh, that was... A frustrating watch. Like, I was. Oh my god! By the way, I have so many nothing reasons. bad. I have nothing bad to he say about good. Eric. Like we thought. I think I don't know if it was both of us or you, but for sure, at least you and maybe I joined you on this. In the very beginning, he gave us villain vibes. Mm-hmm. So yes, we I both thought, thought so. that. By the hometown visit, I did a complete one eighty and was like, "Wow, he seems actually really great." Um, but I'm like. I don't. I know. I, don't, I, I don't can't know. even we don't recall like a good conversation with him and Gabby because they didn't have any. Like their their first one on one was when I was like he didn't comfort her enough because she got up when he oh, told her yeah. about oh, yeah. 
his his mom, her mom. And then, you know, he told her a lot more this week. And and Gabby's story is heartbreaking. You know, it explains a lot about her and how she just, you know, her how she's a complicated relationship to feeling loved. But I mean, Eric seems like a good guy. I li- I liked how he comported himself this week, even if it was like kind of inconvenient for Gabby. I don't think he really did anything wrong. I also thought it was like pretty sweet how he apologized and he's like, I fucked up. Like, I don't know. He showed a lot of a lot of um good qualities, but like I I know he's from New Jersey. I know that his father's passed away. Um, and that's it. Like I don't have any other facts. Um I didn't even know he's from New Jersey, but I I struggle with the little details. Um I like Eric. I just feel like at this point in solo bachelor bachelorette seasons, I'm invested in one or two people. I have the only investment I have in this case is Aiden, and that's just because I think he's very good looking and I like him. Well, I'm glad you brought that up. I'm fine, Aiden, very good looking too. Jason playing tennis was just like very attractive to me. I was just like, I was just like, this is a hot man. (laughs) I really liked, also, I like how he dresses. Like, I know that Jason's a dick and he's. He did, he was bad, but I just find him very attractive. Yeah, I love a tennis player. You texted me that you thought he was attractive. And I just feel like by the end of it, I was just like, ugh. Well, I feel like like they tried to make him look bad. (laughs) I don't think they had to try very hard. But I also I mean, physically, I know. Personality, he did it himself. But physically, I think they tried to make him look bad. (laughs) I think that the other part of the ugh is that like Tino for me, let's say if he did the same thing, I'd be like, yeah, of course. Like Tino, I'm afraid of. I don't like Tino. I don't expect much from him. Uh, but Jason was so high for us. I and know. to see the way he acted this week, I was just like, what is happening? When I was watching the show, I was like, should I DM Jason? Because I'm so attracted to him. Then I was like, nah, I think I'll keep shopping for Labor Day furniture <laughs> sales. <laughs> also, I don't think we've ever seen this much rejection at the end. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, it means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This summer, click into cordless power with Memorial Day savings at the Home Depot. Tackle more than half an acre of grass with the convenience and gas-like power of the Ryobi 40-volt battery-powered mower. And keep your flower beds fresh with the 40-volt cordless string trimmer. Then clear debris with the 40-volt jet fan leaf blower. Click into Memorial Day savings happening now at your cordless power source, The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Also regarding Eric, let's talk about their date and these dates in Mexico in general. So they went to like that platform and they jumped over the... 
If you don't remember the actual date, it's probably because you were so distracted by the black box over Gabby's butt the whole time. Can you not show a woman wearing a thong? Like, is that not allowed on TV? Or do they think that'd be funny? Or like, what's the deal there? I don't think you're allowed to because for like Bachelor in Paradise, they always make them wear like, blur it or they make them wear like... Sarongs. Full coverage. Yeah. Bikinis. Um, They did the same thing when Love Island was on CBS, which now it is on Peacock and it's full thong. But (laughs) That's great. (laughs) By the way, I think it makes a huge difference. What do you mean? Like, I... The black box is distracting. Well, no, no, no. Before Love Island, they had to wear full coverage. I just think full coverage bathing suits like generally don't exist under 50. So when I see... That's completely wrong. That is just... That's like completely... (laughs) Completely not true. That's like I, I think that it's is skinny very, person privilege, Callie. <laughs> no, like in Florida, all body shapes and sizes are welcome to wear thongs at the very at the very most. I'll give you cheeky full coverage, like underneath the cup. I, yeah, I haven't seen I haven't seen one of those in like years. So <laughs> under fifty, under fifty. So to see these, like, by the way, talking about skinny privilege, any freaking person that's on this show are like, so to see someone built like that, the women, and have a full coverage bathing suit, like really, I don't know, it like scrambles my mind. I can't like put together what's happening. Yeah. I have to say I liked Rachel's bathing suits. I thought she looked good in them. Um, Yeah, she did. Yeah. I I like those a lot. It's definitely like her best looks of the season. (laughs) Um... It was that whole like the black box thing was just so distracting. And then it was a really long segment of her like deciding whether or not to jump off the highest platform. Like really long, unnecessarily so. Like there's definitely other stuff we could have seen. I I thought that was really baffling. But also here's the thing. I love fresh water, love swimming and like a natural swimming hole. That water looked gross. And like it was like standing water. I was like, I was like, is there a river in and out of this? Like, what's going on? <laughs> uh, it looked like kind of like lake water is brown, which there's leaves in it. Also, like, you know, I'm probably not jumping off something into water that I can't see myself swimming in. No, I gotta assume that there was a that someone had checked. Checked for what? What's living in there? Like, I don't know. Like animals, alligators. I don't know. In Mexico, <laughs> I don't know if alligators exist, but like snakes. Ooh. I don't know. Not my thing. Totally get why the heights thing doesn't bother me. I just wouldn't want to go jump into brown water. Um, But it wasn't really long back and forth. Like you made me feel so comfortable and blah, 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 blah. Lots of jumping off cliffs. Yeah. um, In this episode. We'll come, we'll talk about Rachel and Tino going to cliffside as well. But um, so ultimately Gabby's mad at Eric because in their fantasy suite, which apparently goes great. And I assume they had sex. Um, they seemed really happy the next morning. Um, she is mad at him for reopening this conversation that she thought they had already settled. Wait, can I just say one thing? I hate sure. fantasy suite next morning. Actually, they call them overnights now, but overnights next yeah. morning when they like want to make it known. Like, are you so tired? <laughs> we stayed up all night. <laughs> you you look a little bit happier this morning. I'm just like, okay. We I like get to see it. what they choose to wear. I do. I, I have to say, I like how Eric wears his shirts, the kind of like slightly open. I don't know. I find him very attractive too. Avon, Jason, and Eric, all attractive to me. His hair really. His, 
his hair is for me. But hair hair can be cut. So seems like it's <laughs> when, his luck. When she was like running her hand through his mullet, I was like, does she enjoy that? But whatever. <laughs> so with Eric, he says this feels like cheating. He doesn't say it is cheating, but Gabby tells us that he says this week feels like cheating. Do you think that, you know, do you think that is a fair way of couching things? Because I think it's good that he shares his feelings, but it's also, you know, how you say it. And like, you know, to kind of put her in that vein, what do you think? Um, I think it's tough because I would say, like, from a general sense, it makes complete sense. Um, Knowing how this show works, you're essentially telling her that she's going to cheat on you. Um, So I, you know, I don't know if that's how I would have said it if I was Eric. Um, But he didn't say that on camera. He said that privately in their fantasy suite. So... I feel like if they were discussing it, that could be a way to describe his feeling. Like, it feels like you're cheating on me. I know this is part of the process. And like, we don't really know what was said before and after that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, totally. And like, did he say it nicely? Or like, you know, I understand this is not what it is. Because cheating implies lying, I think. Um, and she's, there's clearly no lying going or, on here. Yeah, or something like deceptive. Yeah. Yeah. But I I kind of get it. Like, I don't know. I, I don't mean to over-sympathize with Eric, but I do feel like... <laughs> When, when, or Jason. Well, I don't sympathize with Jason. I'm just still attracted to Jason. He didn't kill it for me. <laughs> he did fuck up, like clearly. And also, she was really upset. But I noticed that, that Jason was at the U.S. Open this week. The man, I guess the man still loves tennis. Um, she didn't. She, that didn't die. Anyway, with Eric, I understand when like you're feeling really insecure about your relationship. I'm the kind of person where I'm like, I need to talk about it and I need assurance. Like I can't just like swallow it and hope for the best. I like have to get it off my person. So I, I guess I just like relate to that. And I just think that Gabby and Rachel both seem really focused on having this be perfect for them and like wanting it to like just not have any hiccups. That's just like not ha- how it was going to happen, even if they weren't traumatized by Clayton. And by the way, I'm tra- traumatized by Clayton. That was a... He sucks. I get it. I mean, I feel like we've said Clayton's name like 20 times today. So obviously their decisions and how they're acting was affected by their season with Clayton. Um but yeah, I don't think Eric did anything wrong. I don't really, I'm glad Gabby came back. I'm glad he was able to apologize. I'm glad they moved on. Um, I don't know if I'm glad. I'm not glad with how this episode ended with them. Like, so it yeah, just they're felt just together really, now for the end for the next two weeks. I don't know. It just felt very like settling. You're all that's left. So I love you. Okay. So. I noticed that was a real Frankenbite. When she says to him, you're the only one left, you don't see her saying it and he doesn't really react. And so I'm pretty sure that like in that moment, she didn't say it right then or whatever because he would have reacted a lot more. Um, On the topic of reactions, the way that she reacts to Jason at their dinner being like, I'm not ready for an engagement. Like she's like so stony. I was just like, oh my God, she wants to strangle him. Um, Anyway... I th- that was the I think- second time she'd heard it in a week. So I can understand her being like, okay. Um, Johnny is like wait. an afterthought. He's just like... And then, you know, last night, they showed the Bachelor Paradise preview and he was in it before he went home from the show. So like, he's an afterthought to everyone. Like, Johnny's completely irrelevant. So... <laughs> also, I would say that during the show, the amount of Bachelor ads 
like to get people to try out for a, and they're so weird. They're like, he's never going to leave that man. He's not ever going to leave that other woman. Come try out for the bachelor. I'm like, what? You're basically like, Hey, are you a side piece? Come try out for the bachelor and be a main, main entree. Like it was just so bizarre how they're phrasing it. And it's all Jesse. And I feel like he has to be like, like who wrote these and why do I have to say it? I can feel it. I need to sit down with Jesse. One year in, like, I just want to know how he's feeling about everything. You know, this first college football season where he's also this host. Let's not. Let's not pretend that that's what you want. You would love to just talk to him again, whether that be on camera or (laughs) off camera at a local restaurant. He's recently married. I want to wish him congratulations. Mm, Okay. Um, I know. I would say I'm more attracted to Jason and Eric than Jesse, if I'm being honest. Eric? I know. There's something about Eric. I liked his behavior this week. I wonder if I'm going to get a lot of hate for this, but I did. No, I thought he was fine. I had no issues with Eric this week. One of the few people that I did not have issues with this week. When she got that note that was like, meet me wherever. I don't know where. And and um, they showed the boots. I was like, Nate is coming back to get his girl. <laughs> and then I showed Eric and I was like, oh. I know. I know. Um, Let's move on. The biggest what the fuck with Tino is why does Rachel like him? I'm afraid of this man. The way that he speaks is like increasingly delusional and deranged. And I'm just like, he doesn't understand like how to be human. I I don't know. Tino Tino is like honestly scary to me. I, I don't understand why she likes him. And I thought that their time sitting on the cliff was really awkward. And also enhanced by her wearing white pants sitting on dirt. That really bothered um, me. Also, when they walked up to the cliff, she, he was like, this is all for us. And she was like, it's all for us. And it was literally a tiny slab of cliff covered in a blanket. I know. With like a I towel. I was like, am yeah. I missing something? There's not much there. And then they like jump off the cliff eventually. I thought their date was like subpar. Their dinner was subpar. His excuses for his family were subpar. Yeah, no, I just thought for sure at the end of it that she was going to be like, obviously, obviously, Avon is the better choice. But no, <laughs> instead, she says, she says, I love you. And I'm just like, what the fuck no, do you I mean, see? I don't get it. I, I think that Tino also, like, one of the reasons I'm becoming afraid of him is he's showing less and less genuine personality. And he's just, like, speaking, like, in, like, affirmations to himself. And his answer about his parents was just basically like, my dad doesn't get me. And it's like, what are you, a teenager in a movie? Like, But okay. also he was I like, don't, I don't know. they'll like, love you. They'll come around. They'll, And I'm just like, you don't know that. You don't know that. You yeah, don't know if don't. they even like her. They don't know if they, she was like, if we call them and we're like, we're engaged. And he was like, absolutely. But no, they're not going to be happy. And then then he goes on to say, it won't happen overnight. So that means that when you call them, they're probably not going to be happy. Definitely not. <laughs> Definitely not going to be happy. Um, also, when they approached the horses, Rachel was just like, she's like, this is such a bucketless dream. I've always wanted to do this with horses, with Tino. I'm so happy to be here. I just feel like the jungle dates are a lot worse than like the swimming dates, essentially. And I was, and I was like, at least Avon got the best date on the boat. Avon and Johnny got the best dates. And... And... Um, I don't know. Everything about them just seemed awkward. Like I, I don't see a connection really with any of these people with each other, except between friendship of Rachel and Gabby. Like that's the only genuine connection I see. 
I saw it with I don't Gab- even see it with I saw it with Gabby and Nate. I agree. I agree. But I, I, I don't know. But I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I don't... Well, no, there's times like that first date rose where you're like, oh, it's done. Like you can tell like immediately. So there are times yeah. like that. But also part of me is like... But then we got because to we Tino don't, and we're like, how could how yeah. can we be into this guy? It's the opposite happened he for sucks. Tino. In the beginning, we were like, oh, it's over. Clearly connection, da, da, da. And by like week, I don't know what week we're on. Week seven, we were like, no. Seven, eight, yeah. Seven. Yeah. So like probably yeah, week five, I, I six, you. we were like, no, thank you. Um, and also she never saw, like it was never brought to her attention like how Tino was acting. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, when he was sweating so bad. Oh at, my at God. The dinner. <laughs> And he used his napkin to wipe his sweat. I mean, how does she not comment on that and just be like, are you okay? Like, you look really nervous. Like, she was sweating too, but he clearly was like freaking out. She was like, barely. Like, she had like little tiny, like schwitzing. He (laughs) was pouring sweat. Like, I, he was in the middle of overtime of a football game. Like it was just he looked so nervous. Draining, and his responses were horrible. Yeah. Draining down his face. That, he was like stuttering a little bit. Um, like he was trying to like you said, I, I I never thought about it till you just said it. But like it seemed like his stuttering was coming from like, I have to say the perfect sentence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's not just I I feel like I know him even less than before. And I feel like he's done the opposite of what you're supposed to do, which is like put up a wall. And there's just Something about him, like the way that he won't admit to problems, like freaks me out kind of. Like when he says to Jesse, like, our overtown date sent me to cloud nine. Like, first of all, he doesn't know how to use idioms and euphemisms. You can't really be sent to cloud nine by a good date. Uh, similar when Gabby was like, I want to tear... She said something like, I want to tear down every... She said something really funny about like tearing down walls. I can't remember what it was. Um, but... There's just nothing genuine to Tino. Like, and and I think that he's a love bomber, which people online were accusing Nate of, where like I think that he just deflects any real emotion and conversation by being like, But I love you. And then she says it back, basically. And he and when she when she's like, you know, but like, do you see this working out for us? He's like, Absolutely, a hundred percent. Like, he doesn't even acknowledge reality at all. And it's it, I don't know. It it freaks me out. I I am not a fan. I'm not a fan either. And I when I'm like thinking about it, part of me is like, maybe he's one of those people, which I might be one of these people. So let me just say that. But he might be one of those people that feels like I have to win this game and I'll do yes. whatever it takes to win this game. But he yes. doesn't realize the prize at the end of this is being engaged. <laughs> yeah, That's the trophy. So like, do I you know. actually want that? And then I'm like, if they, if he, if he does win, like, I just I see no marriages out of this bunch. Same. I feel like Gabby and Eric will last longer than you would think if they end up lasting at all. But I agree, I don't see any marriage. I one thing I also find really baffling is Eric, Avon, sorry, Zach, Avon, and Tino are like three points of a triangle. They have very little in common with each other and like they don't even have similar... They don't even seem like they would be friends with each other. And so I'm confused no. at how she picked these three. You can tell. I mean, I know that they left her, but... The... Convo- like, 
Avon clearly got along with a lot of the guys. They'd show him talking to the guys. We even saw more of his personality with the guys, if I'm honest. Um, I, I, I don't know anything. Like, who does T- T- Tino get along with anyone? I think Zach probably gets along with everyone because he's just like a standard a nice, nice guy. guy. Yeah. yeah. But like, you can tell when they're standing there, when Zach pulls like her to talk, like Avon does yeah. not want to talk to you, Tino. Yeah, and, and Tina just wants to get on with it. And also, they're really hot. They're like, we're baking. <laughs> In a full suit, <laughs> I re- waiting for I them to. to... Yeah, no, I wouldn't I wouldn't like that. But no, yeah, they... Tino's outfit was really bad. He looked like very disheveled to me. I could see he looked disheveled the whole episode. Yeah, he did. He seems like very uncomfortable. Maybe he's not into heat, but he's from Southern California, so I don't know. Gabby's guys were Johnny, Eric, Jason... I could see most of her guys actually hanging out. I could definitely see Johnny and Eric. Jason, I'm not sure. I'm like, does he have friends? He doesn't reference any. He just seems like a kind of <laughs> weird guy. I was, he went to the US Open with his sister. I was going to say, outside of Jason, I could see Jason. Jason's probably like enough of a like, you know, normal guy's guy to like fit into any room. But outside of, I think everyone else would be friends. Like I could see Nate. Nate clearly made friends when he was in there. Everyone. Yeah. yeah. Everyone loves uh, Nate. I actually, I feel like Tino and Jason got along well on the Paris date. So like maybe they like each other. But that's again, not that's a good, a bad, not a good sign for yeah, Jason. Yeah, not a good sign. <laughs> so I don't know. I just, I really don't get the Tino thing. I like You made a good point. Like I did at first, like I was like willing to buy in. But as I've gotten to know him more, I feel like I'm more confused about who he is. And he just seems not trustworthy. And I, I'm i really confused about what's going to happen for the next two weeks because there's not a lot left to, to learn about with Gabby and Eric if this is just them. Plus, most of the previews we see, it's like her just giving Rachel advice. And then Nick Vial teased on his podcast that it's going to be a really dramatic finale because of things that Rachel does. So... Uh, are we... Are we we're just not going to talk about Johnny? No, we need to talk about Johnny and Avon, but I just was saying... I mean, I mean, although I don't have a lot to say about Johnny. He was just like, yeah, I'm not into it. And Gabby was like, yeah, it's just not the right time. He's like, just like, he was okay. like, so are we done? It would never be the right time. Yeah. He was like, so are, are we done? She was like, yeah. He's like, all right. Um, I don't even know. That That's was, it. I mean, we, we talked about Johnny. We knew, <laughs> we, we knew from the last three weeks, we're like, how is he still there? Yeah. And then Avon, Avon's a great guy. I mean, Avon, my only red flag about Avon is I'm just like, are you really in love with her? Like, I I get it. Like, Avon seems awesome and fun and handsome. Uh, But I don't know. I I don't see a connection between them. So like, is he really in love? I see no wrong doings in Avon. So what I've come (laughs) to, because I have that same question, I would say the only red flag for me is I'm like, Rachel? I know. Like, I agree. Out of all the girls, women that you could probably get. Um, I need to pause before we continue talking about Avon. I want to apologize to the people of Massachusetts, many of whom DM me to tell me that I was completely wrong in saying Salem was near Bluestone Manor. I'm really sorry. However, Salem remains one of the worst places I've ever been. So that's probably why I had a hard time locating it in my head. Second, I also want to note. He's not actually from Salem. He posted that on his Instagram. He's from a town like near there. So that makes me feel better about even. Carry on, Callie. <laughs> me too. That was probably another red flag. Um, <laughs> I've come to the conclusion because there's just... Obviously, we're talking about it right now, but 
the overall consensus is that we didn't see enough. There were things that happened that we did not see. The fact that we haven't seen Eric and Gabby have more than one meaningful conversation is a problem because they're engaged or going to be engaged or might be engaged. Huge problem. So Huge problem. I think in general, like with Avon, there's probably things that we did not see with him and Rachel. Eric, we obviously didn't see everything with him and um, Gabby. Um, So maybe we saw too much with Jason and Jason's like, no, that's all you that's all we had. There was nothing extra. And I I'm not like ready for this. In a, in a weird way, I feel like the Paris date has like really colored my vision of this season. Cause I feel like I know Tino and Jason the best. And I'm like, is it because that date was so cool? Or was that like the first time we really got to know any of these guys? For some reason, that episode like really sticks out for me. And I think I know the most about Tino and Jason, but I need to go to Bachelor Data. So I think her name is Susanna to see how much screen time everyone got. I already did last night. Tino got the most screen time. Avon got second. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Overall or, or this week? Wait, is that right? Yeah. Oh, wait, no. I think Eric Eric got one. Tino got two. Avon got three. Gotcha. I okay. think that's right. That's, that makes sense. That's from this week. Yeah, just from this week. Got um, it. I also um, saw that she put whoever goes last on their dates usually means they won't win. Mm. Um, and then I saw someone, Blake Hoisman, is that how you say his last name? Horseman, yeah. He commented and was like, oh, weird. I never watched my season. This is not how they actually were. So he's saying that mm. they edited them out, of, out order. of order. Yeah. Um, but Bachelor Data said that usually hometowns are edited out of order. Overnights yes. aren't usually. So I don't know right. if Blake's was an oddball because I or if she doesn't know because she hasn't been on the show. Well, I don't know, but yeah, he was like, mine um, was not that order. Well, also, um, well, I guess it wasn't Becca season, but Becca chose, chose Garrett. I was gonna say when Becca was on Ari season, the finale was so so wild that they probably like yeah very <laughs> specific choices around that, but. Yeah, I mean, Johnny, Johnny, there's nothing to say. And even he he's great, but like there's just not a lot of substance there. Like, I don't really know what they connect over. No. Uh, I don't know what any of these people connect over. I it's I think it's easier to see some of the connections or it has been with Gabby because she's so playful and you can see where like that'd be really exciting at the beginning of these dates. I know that I'm really hard on Rachel. Um, I think she seems like a nice person, but like I just like think she's really bad on television. Like, not like she does bad things, but like I just don't enjoy the experience of watching her. And I know that's harsh. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't really feel sick of Rachel or I think I feel sick of everyone. Yeah. Except for Jesse and Avon. Gabby, I think for me. Because <laughs> I, I don't know him. <laughs> I liked Gabby so or still do, but I liked her so much going in that some of her decisions have pissed me off, but that's you know, she can do what she wants. The show. Yeah, she doesn't have to yeah. do what I wanted to do. Um, so I'm not mad at her. I think I'm just like, Ugh, like, why do you keep doing making these decisions? Um, Rachel's just like Greek yogurt, you know? <laughs> Accepted as a fact of life. <laughs> like, sometimes you have to eat it. It's not bad for you. It doesn't have a lot of flavor. Yeah. Yeah, it can take on other flavors. Yeah, I... I I do really genuinely think they're both like probably nice, good people. But I'm just like, for some reason, I've gotten to the point, the show, where I'm just like, everyone's fucked up. I'm just like, this is... But I think that's like, honestly, the show's fault. And I've talked about this a lot. To your point, 
because we don't we can't like buy into these relationships because we haven't really been given the the evidence that we need. It's hard to not just be like, "What the fuck are you doing, you idiots?" So I don't know. That's a it's a real problem with this season. But I, I am excited for the finale. I'm just like, what's going to go wrong with Rachel? And I can't wait to see how Zach handles this conversation. Like I'm really looking forward to well, it. Well, it seems like Gabby and Rachel are crying in this preview. I'm so confused by what happens. The only thing that could happen, I could, I could only thing I could see is Eric being like. I don't want to get engaged either, which would be yeah. nuts. But that's the only thing that I can see happening. Otherwise, why is Gabby <laughs> crying? Um, then after the big stink he made this week, if he if he's like actually no, I will hate him. I'll just be like, come on, dude. But I mean, did he say he wanted to get engaged? No, but he's so into her. Like I don't know. No one seems to take these engagements seriously anyway. So why not just do it? I mean, Nate and Michelle and Michelle lasted like six months, so. It's just a, a weird season. The only hope I have mm-hmm. for Avon to come out on top is how crazy this finale is. I'm like, maybe she does choose Avon. I think that would be the happiest life. I don't think a happy life happens with Tino. No, no, me either. But I think, like, I'm trying to think what could be so crazy and maybe her handling of Tino. And obviously, Tino is not stable. Yeah. I mean, I think he's fine, but like I feel like he wouldn't take rejection well. Right. Um, I would. Yeah, he would like I, punch like, a wall what or else something. Could it, yeah, like what else could it be? I don't know, but I can't wait to find out. Um, we so the next two weeks, the next two finales, wait, and yeah, actually, in the preview, they also show her and Avon like arguing. Maybe she just gets like, into a lot of fights. What is happening? She's like, maybe she's feisty. We'll find out. Um. Next week, for the next three weeks, this television program is on Tuesdays. And as such, our podcast will be on Tuesday nights. Um, Very confused about the schedule, about Paradise. We'll figure it out and keep you posted. But we will be back next Tuesday. And I'll be back on Thursday with some lingering questions. And we will go from there. I'm very excited to see how this ends. And Callie, thank you so much for joining me as always. Thank you to Devin Manzi for producing the episode. I was going to say your your final predictions. Engaged oh. or not engaged? I'm going both engaged. They both seem really set on it. Eric and... Tino. Yeah. She seems like she's we'll going to pick a monster. I don't know why I hate him so much, but I just get really bad vibes. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Have a great week. <laughs> <laughs>